0: The year was 1818. It was Christmas Eve in the Austrian village of Oberndorf. Young Father Joseph Moore was distressed because the organ in St. Nicholas Church, his parish, was broken, and that might mean there'd be no music for Midnight Mass. A very sad Christmas Eve indeed. So Father Moore asked his good friend, who was a teacher and organist, Franz Gruber, to write a simple melody that could be played on a guitar for a Christmas poem he had written. In just one day, Franz Gruber composed haunting strains to the words Father Moore had written. And on Christmas Eve, the two men, Father Moore and Franz Gruber, sang the hymn in a duet accompanied by Father Moore on his guitar. The congregation loved the song and it quickly moved throughout the village. Then when a wandering Tyrolean theater group visited the village, learned the song, they helped spread it throughout Austria and Germany. The carol was destined eventually to be translated into 140 languages. Almost a hundred years after that first Christmas Eve, on another Christmas Eve in 1914, the now beloved carol lived up to its name, inaugurating the famous Christmas Truce during World War I, when British troops heard their adversaries, German soldiers, singing a familiar tune, and they joined in. Soon both sides were singing Christmas carols and silencing their guns. For that one extraordinary night, a war zone became a place of peace. Here is Anna Maria Cardinale playing, you guessed it, Silent Night on the guitar, the instrument for which it was written so long ago. everyone, and Merry, Merry Christmas. The first Mary is M-A-R-Y. Peggy Stanton here. I hope you are enjoying a blessed and holy reunion with family and friends. Well, if not in person, then by phone or by Zoom. If this Christmas is not the ideal you hope for, think about that first Christmas. The reason for the season knows exactly how you feel. Dear baby Jesus, be with us this day and this weekend. Wrap your little tiny arms around us the way babies do and tell us that you love us and that there is nothing, nothing to be afraid of. Not bombs, not bugs, because you are with us. And the aim today, everyone, for the show Place of Peace is to brighten your Christmas morning with the musical talents of Anna Maria Cardinale, whom you've heard so often on this show, with both her operatic contralto, beautiful voice, and classical guitar, which you just heard. But she is so much more. She's an author, the most recent book being Music and Meaning in the Mass from Sophia Institute Press. She's a YouTube personality, a catechist, And it is in that role we are going to feature her in this next Christmas story. Dear
1: children, I have a Christmas story for you. This one is for the big kids because it has some scary parts, but a brave hero saves everyone in the end. I like to call the story St. Boniface and his Mighty Axe. It's a story based on true events that happened a long, long time ago. Did you ever wonder how our ancestors became Catholic? It's because courageous missionaries went around the world to tell people about Christ. This story is about how the German people first became Catholic. It is from them that we get our tradition of the Christmas tree. All over the world, where people had not heard about the one true God, they often worshipped false gods. These so-called gods were actually demons, as Psalm 96 tells us. These demons, who once knew heaven, tricked people into worshipping them by mimicking God himself and making terrible mockeries of his ways. The demons demanded one of the most horrible things imaginable, human sacrifice. Now, St. Boniface was a brave monk from Ireland. About a hundred years before his birth, missionaries had come to his people and told them about the one true God, and they became Catholic. Now Boniface wanted to save other people, so he led a group of his friends to the land we know as Germany. There the people worshipped false gods, who they thought were hidden in trees. They thought Thor, a powerful god, lived in a special tree. They worried that if they destroyed that tree, then Thor would destroy them. Even worse, they believed that on a certain winter night, unless they sacrificed a baby under the tree to Thor's father Odin, their whole world would be destroyed. Saint Boniface arrived at the village near the tree on that night. Can you guess what night it was? it was Christmas Eve, but the people didn't know it yet. All the people were scared. They didn't want to have to sacrifice a baby, especially the chief of the village. That night, the baby was the chief's own child. Saint Boniface bravely ran in front of the crowd. Stop, he cried. Thor and Odin aren't real gods. Only the one true god has real power you don't have to make this sacrifice or any human sacrifice ever. The one true God already sacrificed his own son, Jesus Christ, to save us all and he's the only God who's real. The crowd was in an uproar but St. Boniface stood his ground. Watch, I'll prove it to you, he said, lifting his mighty axe. All the people gasped they were sure that if he damaged the tree, they were all doomed. They rushed to stop him. But God helped St. Barnabas, and he was swift and strong. With one stroke, crack, went the giant ancient tree, and it fell to the ground. The people stopped. The night was quiet and beautiful. They waited. Then they smiled. The world didn't end. No angry god took vengeance on them. The chief of the village ran to embrace Boniface. Thank you, brave stranger, he exclaimed. Tonight you have saved my little son from the terrible sacrifice. No, said Saint Boniface. God has saved him. And if you allow him to be baptized, and if you and your people wish to learn about the Catholic faith and be baptized, you can all be saved for eternity. The chief declared that everyone should listen to Boniface's teaching, so the village gathered around him. They asked him,
2: Do you mean there
1: are no gods in trees? Can we cut them down, just like you did? Yes, said Boniface, and you should, just to prove it to yourselves if you'd like. Take the beautiful pine trees of the forest. They are triangles and will remind you of the one true God who is triune, and their tops will point your gaze to heaven. Instead of deeds of violence beneath them, let there always be gifts of kindness instead. The people did this and took the trees into their homes, where they celebrated their very first Christmas. And then, young friends, is why we still bring trees into our homes every year at Christmas. While you celebrate Jesus' birth at Christmas, think of St. Boniface and his mighty acts whenever you see a Christmas tree. And remember that you can be a hero just like him when you are brave enough to stand against the crowd and tell others the truth about Christ. With God's help, you will do mighty deeds
0: too. Merry Christmas. What a great story that is, Anna Maria. Oh, Peggy, and I just
1: cried at your telling of the story of Silent Night. Such beautiful, beautiful, consoling thoughts this morning, don't you think?
0: Yeah, and you know, couldn't you just picture that little Austrian village with all the snow, and I can just see a little tiny church sitting on a hillside in uh, Austria, can't you? Oh, and I can almost see us there, you know, with that same worry mm. about Christmas mm. that we've had because of COVID, the same kind right. of concern. Exactly. You know. But you are learning a new instrument. Didn't your mother give this to you for Christmas? <laughs> yes. Mama <she> Giovanna. <laughs> Mama Giovanna gave me a Christmas gift. And the truth is, I just got it,
1: I mean, literally a few days ago. Um, How did you learn it so fast? Sheer determination, because I wanted to do something really special for you. <laughs> Oh, well, to explain the instrument to everyone. Well, it's a really, really neat instrument because, you know, I was thinking about the story about St. Boniface that Mm -hmm. you you shared. And also, it's kind of relevant to, to the story about Silent Night, where the way that music constructs, read the good news from culture to culture to culture, mm-hmm. and our obligation at Christmas especially to mm-hmm. use music to do that, mm-hmm. and so I wanted to use an instrument that spoke to almost every culture of the world, mm-hmm. and I thought, well, what's the most primal musical instrument mm-hmm. that we all share, mm-hmm. you know, and, and when you really think about it, I would have to say it's probably the drum, because if you can really? think out, yeah, I mean, think, think, think of like, think of Native American drumming, think of African drumming, think, of Middle Eastern drumming, mm. think of the drums from China or other places in the Orient, think about the incredible drumming tradition that we get from the Celtic cultures.
0: You know, you can't really think of a place that doesn't love a drum, can you? You know, but I, until you enunciated all that, I would, I actually wouldn't have thought of that. That, that is true,
1: isn't yeah. it? I mean, yeah. I can't think of yeah. one.
0: Right. So I asked my mom for Christmas,
1: and, you know, I had really, really hoped to get this drum you know, maybe a couple months early, honestly, right. to learn it. Right. But thanks to that shipping crisis and COVID, yes. it just right. arrived. So I did a, an arrangement of We Three Kings on this very special drum because I was imagining the journey of the Three Kings from wherever they mm-hmm. might have been coming from in the world and their their, their long, you know, excited right. journey, cattle yeah. back mm-hmm. uh, to pay tribute to the newborn king. And I thought about also, I think. So whenever I think about Advent, whenever I think about Christmas, I don't only hope and rejoice in the coming of Christ at Christmas, but I hope and rejoice for his coming at the end of time. Yeah. And I think about huh? his kingship. Because mm-hmm that's what the three kings point to. They point to his royalty. Well, they point Mm -hmm. to him as priest, prophet, and king, but especially to his royalty. Mm -hmm. And so I thought, well, I'll do an arrangement that celebrates his future coming as well. Mm -hmm. So I used the words of the the Mexican Cristero Saints, Viva Cristo Rey, long live Christ the King in this. And I think in a time like this, Either the kings of the world are going to come to Christ like the three kings did, or mm-hmm. Christ the king is going to come into the world. So we rejoice either way. And Don't you wonder you how, how he
0: will come? <laughs> I do. I wonder about it and fantasize about it all the time. In the clouds. He said he would come with great power and glory in the clouds. And we, obviously we'd all recognize him. But I guess I figure I'm always fir- trying to figure out how he's going to do the time zones <laughs> how's the whole I guess oh, will, it, will it be like
1: uh, you know when on, on New Year's
0: you watch the other places happen first and watch that yeah. happen in Europe yeah. would it be like yeah. that or how would it <laughs> I don't know it's fascinating but obviously since he created the universe I guess he can figure out a way that he'll be seen by the entire world at the same time <laughs>
1: Oh, and Maybe can well, even, even if even if it's on our phones. Wouldn't that be funny if we're
0: watching it on our phones and calling each other?
2: Yeah. Well Well,
0: well, he has his own television network, EWTN. That's e- right. It Eternal, is Eternal yes. Eternal Word Eternal Word. That's him. Television network. That's so. his name. No- so let's play. Let's hear your new instrument. Alrighty. Anna Maria, what's the origin of that? Do we have any idea what the origin of that particular drum is?
1: I myself am not aware of the origin, but what it is... Well, again, it's kind of a world origin. You've heard of steel drums kind of like uh, people will make from uh, pans or from trash can lids you know Caribbean music right. uses a lot of steel drums Right. and that's right. a steel drum like that that anybody can make from just a, a you know whatever piece of steel they can manage right. the, the beauty of that kind of drum is that you can tune notes into it so you can play a melody like I just did melody, yeah. harmony and rhythm like I just did as opposed to just rhythm which you do with most drums that aren't tuned so I believe there made in Russia. I believe that one might have been made in China, thus its delay in getting to us. But it's kind
0: of, again, a very, very universal instrument. Did you find it was hard to learn to play? Obviously not. You did it very quickly. <laughs> oh, I found it challenging. it's Well, I was going to say, I, I'm sorry to interrupt. I was just going to say we have to give a bow to the fact that you have a lot of musical talent. So it would be a lot easier for you than it would for the rest of us. Well, I think it's
1: one of the thing is is that flamenco, one of the styles of guitar that I play that you've you've mm. featured on the show so kindly, right. is very very rhythmic and very really the guitarist is more of a percussionist than a guitarist. Mm. Mm. So I thought, well, if I'm a percussionist anyway, maybe I can make believe. And it, it seems to have worked, by yeah. the grace of God, by more help from the Holy Spirit probably than, than any talent of mine really. <laughs> Did you enjoy it? Oh I loved it i I want to continue doing more and maybe incorporating that with the guitar and singing in the future.
0: Have you ever heard of the harpsichord? I have I think that's what i have <laughs> i tried the Do guitar you have harpsichord up home? wow was, that's is, very unusual yeah. Was, no, <laughs> it was desperation because I didn't do I didn't do very well with the guitar. Then I thought, well, maybe I can do better with this little instrument, and uh, I actually wrote a song for it. <laughs> and that's oh, it. Why that's are we playing that. Well, <laughs> no, let's let's stick with the good stuff, shall we? <laughs> I suspect that it is. And how will you spend your Christmas this year? You know, I'm not sure how, how it
1: will go this year because this year I happen to be in the hospital and I don't think I'll get out in time to celebrate it with family. But it's oh, a wow. like that you're story the... that I love, The Grinch That Stole Christmas. Yeah. It's a way of reminding you that what it's truly, truly about, and, and that's celebrating Christ's presence and that I can do from anywhere.
0: Well, that's right. It's, um, you know, it's you're in, coming to us from the hospital right now, which is really quite remarkable. We've come from a lot of different places, never before from a hospital. You know, this is what a message I would like to convey on this final show, and that is to people to be not afraid. Now, you're a woman who's done very courageous things, You, and the reason you're in the hospital because you served a year in Afghanistan. And what would you say to people as we face another COVID variant emerging on the scene and threatening to uh, dampen people's Christmas. What would your message be? Would it be, be not afraid? I couldn't agree with that sentiment more. Be not afraid. And really,
1: exactly what I said in the song, Viva Cristo Rey, rejoice that Christ Mm -hmm. is King, in because of that, we have nothing else to worry about. Nothing else, my friends. Just put our put our hearts in his hands, and everything everything's going to be
0: beautiful because of him I agree, and that well, I think you know there's a um, a wonderful i've talked about it a couple of times on this show, but if you really want to come to a place of peace, get a hold of something called the surrender novena oh yes, I couldn't agree more, yes. Did I send it to you, Anna Maria? I may No, but I'm, I, I'm addicted to that novena. Yeah. If people don't know about it, you need to tell them. Go ahead. The Lord gave the prayer to a French priest, and our Lord speaks these... Uh, you, you say that prayer and novena goes for nine days, but I find that people, when they get this novena, they just, like me, keep repeating it night after night, year after year. <laughs> And our Lord speaks and says, you know, if you're worrying and you're fretting and you're carrying on, you are not surrendering. That is not surrender. And then you you repeat a prayer where you surrender yourself completely to him and he promises that he will take care of everything. I think you can actually Google this, Surrender Novena, and you'll find it. And just get it and read it and try it uh, because I just... We cannot in this country, we never have been a country that lived in fear, but we seem to be doing it now. So uh, I think Anna Maria just put it so well joins me in that sentiment. I'm going to uh, close with a, a bit of news. This is the final live show in our series of A Place of Peace. It was specifically, you know, designed to help bring your hearts to A Place of Peace During this very stressful pandemic era, and I I hope, at least in some small way, the wonderful guests that we have been privileged to interview and have, such as Ana Maria Cardinali, have done just that. You know, after eight years of sitting in the host chair for this show and its predecessor, Power from the Pews, I have decided it's time to move on to other projects. For instance, this summer I have a book coming out called From the White House to the White Cross. It's a conversion story. However, you haven't completely gotten rid of me. The order of Malta minutes with the catechism are not going away. And I will be a contributing correspondent to certain Ave Maria radio shows. And we'll give you more on that later. As a farewell to Ave Maria, we'll be featuring the best of the Place of Peace during the month of January, starting with the very first Place of Peace show we aired in August 2020. An interview I did with President Gerald Ford as to how pardoning Richard Nixon helped bring healing and peace to our country and himself, even as it cost him the election. So until we meet again, this is Peggy Stanton saying goodbye, and it seems appropriate as the show says farewell to Ave Maria. That we close with Anna Maria singing Ave Maria.